Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to Seggy Station. This man has a nickname, what was a lot to say, with no shame. Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. Football is well out there, everybody. Hope everyone's doing safe. Staying safe. Nick Seglin here, you're listening to Seggy Station Podcast. Got some company coming through today as well. First ever lady on my podcast, Shana Mae Rowley. Fired up to get into... The conversation, not only in the sports world with her, but what she's doing with her foundation, something I've plugged a few times on my podcast. I think people that either listen to my podcast or are in need of some motivation or an inspirational story should hear from my friend Shana, someone who's very inspirational to me. Fired up to get into that conversation. She should be here at the bottom of the hour. Got a lot to get into with her. There's a lot going on in the world of sports, obviously. Take a couple days off, come back. Super Bowl reviews, obviously. A lot of QB carousel speculation happening in the world of sports. The NBA is a third of the way through their season. You got golf, NHL, and obviously with the Super Bowl in the rearview mirror, NFL offseason activities with the draft just over a month and a half away. There is... A lot to cover in the world of sports. I will do so a little bit after I get into this conversation with my friend who I haven't really seen much, haven't got to really talk to much, but I support everything she's doing with her uh, foundation. I know she supports what I'm doing. So uh, the fact that she's taking the time to come on and chat with me a little bit today, I really appreciate it. I'm grateful for anybody that does that. Um, You know, I'm passionate about talking sports. I'm passionate about what I'm doing. And I've learned that if people want to come and do that with me, I'm open with all arms, but it's tougher than it thinks, or it's tougher than people think. And uh, hopefully I can expand those conversations a little more. Certainly a goal of mine this upcoming year with the podcast. But right now it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Sega Straight Talk microphone. It's always direct. Time to reflect. I am doing that right now with a first timer, first lady on the podcast. Really fired up to do that as always. I appreciate all love and support for the podcast. You can follow along on my Instagram or Twitter page at Seggy Station. Also got the podcast out on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Hopefully you get your podcast there. Appreciate all the follows, likes, support that you can show towards the podcast means a lot to me. Looking forward to getting into it today after a couple of days off. <clears throat> a lot going on, obviously, in the world of sports and a lot going on when it comes to things going on outside of the world of the sports. I've learned that uh, you can relate a lot of things that happen in life, tragedies, relationships, friendships, family, all that, to sports and I've really grown a passion for talking sports I've then now grown a passion to trying to connect with more people more friends obviously my normal friendship base that y'all know that comes on the podcast means the absolute world to me that they do that I know they take time out of their day to do that and I've learned that just because I like to do something doesn't mean they do um hopefully they do but um doing it by myself is still good Uh, I appreciate all love and support that everyone shows towards my podcast. I'm trying to continue to grow it. I'm trying to continue to get more people on it. I'm trying to continue to get more people following not only my page, but my Twitch account. It's underscore Seggy underscore G where I'll be doing hopefully some of my solo stints going forward. Not as much posting out of the actual podcast to the normal sites. 
But when I get people on, when I get the conversations going like I am today, I certainly will get those conversations out there on my normal platforms that I do. And I've just been really happy with how far the podcast has come with everything that's kind of happened to me and everything that kind of just started out as nothing, um, turning into something for at least myself, uh, means a lot to me. And it's why I needed to get this person to come on my podcast today because this person that I have coming on today reminds me a lot of me in a female version potentially, but, um, she's definitely a better athlete than I was. Uh, definitely, let's see, let's put it this way. She's better than me in a lot of ways, but she's also been through things, uh, similar to me. So it easy for her to relate to me. Um, she's also my friend and always supported me and knows me and my family. I mean, shit, we used to date back in middle school. So it'll be sweet to catch up with her and let her kind of tell you a little bit of what she's doing, because I think it's great. I think more people should be supporting her. I think people should be supporting anybody that's out here doing something, maybe outside of their comfort zone with passion, with love, with, uh, you know, all the things that come into doing something that means something to yourself. Um, it's always good to see people supporting that. And, you know, I'll always be supporting her. Hopefully she'll be in here in just a moment. And we'll be able to fire it up. When you look around the sports world, though, it's absolutely crazy. You got a month or so, month, a week or so until March Madness. Hopefully they can get that both single sided for the men's and women's tournament where you got. UConn women's back on the map with Paige Beckers. She's doing things that no UConn women's athlete has ever done, and that place has been a factory for women's basketball players. She's here. Let's go. Yo. My audio is being weird. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's good? Not much. How are you? I'm great. I'm so fired up that you're here right now. I hope you go I back and... Uh, that's all good. I hope you go back and listen to the little bit of a intro I gave you. Um, I'm really fired up to have you here. Not only are you the first lady that's been on my podcast, but I've been really trying to expand. Uh, I've been really trying to expand uh, my podcast, the conversations, the people come on it, and I'm, I'm grateful for you to come on and not only tell me a little bit about what you're doing, but at least uh, talk to me and, and spread some of the conversations. Hopefully, I'll get rich and a couple more people on here. Yeah, we'll uh, get right on here to get uh, people going. So, but no, nah, I'll tell you, you start doing this and it gets to be a little bit fun. So I'm hoping you enjoy this. But before we get into any of my sports takes, and before I let you talk about anything, I pretty much plug the fact that you're one of the most inspirational person people I know. And I'm not even messing around right now. Like I started off my podcast. I'm genuinely telling you this because you need to know this. Um, because I kind of saw what you were doing with, uh, your foundation. And obviously I kind of know what you went through pretty similar to what, what I went through horrible tragedies. And at such a young age with, obviously you got a lot of things going for you that I don't, it's super hard, man. And, uh, I try and find like inspiration, like in many ways. And it comes from obviously your friend base or people that, you know, so it sucks that we don't see each other as much as we used to. It's it's like that with all your friends from high school, right? But uh, I still follow what you're doing, and I think what you're doing is incredible, and I think more people need to hear about it. 
So I kind of wanted you to tell me a little bit about it because I've tried to plug it, but I don't really have a Facebook, which is I'm pretty sure what you're doing all your stuff on. So I can't really follow it as well. Um, if you could just tell the people that either listen to me or support me what you're doing, because I feel like they need to know. It's absolutely incredible, and it's for also a great cause. So let's hear it. Let's see what's good. Okay, so I started a nonprofit organization that benefits children who have lost a parent to an overdose. Um, it's a 5OC nonprofit organization, so pretty much um, nonprofitable. I don't make any money off of it. Um, eventually down the road, because I am a CEO, like I could, but right now I'm just focusing on the little steps that I need to get to be that big. And, you know, it's just, it, it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Yep. Um, I take, I take it all on by myself because, you know, with my sister's name to me, it's like it, I'm a perfectionist, perfectionist with it because I want it to be perfect. I want every little thing I do about it to be perfect. Like whether it's my stupid b-ball events that haven't been like the greatest but event every single event like i learned like learn yeah we'll get those we'll get those popping off for sure i i just need to mention this quick because i did obviously order a sweatshirt and we need to you need to tell yeah you need to tell people uh you need to tell people how you're able to do this but the fact that you uh i know how much uh I know how much hard work behind the scenes goes into something you're doing because it reminds me of what I'm doing here. Like, yeah, I come on and I do something for an hour or two, whatever, with my yeah. friends. But I put in a lot of hard work behind the scenes to be able to do that. And I don't think people understand that. But I understand that when I look at other people that I know doing things. So I can appreciate that. And I, and I just wanted to mention that. I ordered a uh, sweatshirt, obviously, from you. And I need to get another one. Yeah, you need to get me that other one. But the fact that uh, you you hand wrap them, there's uh, I got the butterfly here. Look, I got the butterfly on the back of my phone, and the and my brother has the uh, my brother has the other one. The uh, I love that. The fact no, it's it's like a you know the fact that you you go through and put all that hard work and effort into it. Uh, that that to me makes it more recognizable. For it should be recognized a lot more. Like it's not just something you're doing. And just kind of like, you know, messing around. Like, a lot of hard work goes into that, and, and I can appreciate that. Um, so tell me a little bit more about, uh, where, like, where you where people can, uh, you know, follow, support, and a little bit more about what you're doing, because I don't really know that as well, honestly. Okay. So I do have a website. It's uh, www.thebrierallyfoundation.com. No, I changed it from The Brie Rally Foundation to Brie Rally Foundation because I just felt like, it looked better. It just sounded better. Everything about it just was like bothering me. So I was yep. like, I just need to tweak it a little bit. So sure. I put it to BreeRallyFoundation.com. All on my Instagram, all that stuff is BreeRallyFoundation. Venmo, like all of that, just nice and easy BreeRallyFoundation. I created like in every package, everybody gets one of these. Yep. So, you, you know, if anybody wanted to donate, they could just scan the code. Because a lot of people like they can't come to my events and they'll be like, well, how can I donate? And this helps. This actually made my dad cry the other day because it took a lot for me to put this together because it's it's hard. Like, it really is hard for me, like, sitting here and, like, doing stuff like this and, like, actually thinking, like, you know, my sister's really not here anymore. But, like, you know, my dad's not, like, the – he's it's not that he doesn't support me, but it's it's very hard for him to, like, look at stuff like this. And Kathy, it's hard for me and Kathy to look at it. Yeah, of course. And it's like – it sucks for me because, like, they're my support system. But at the end of the day, like, after I saw my dad's reaction, like, I know he's proud of me, like. It's just a different yeah, way for, for sure. my dad to say it, like, you know? Yeah, so, of course. 
in every package, everyone gets one of these. It shows that I offer Narcan. I teach it. I'm about to start doing that. I actually ordered a dummy doll. So I could do it on the dummy doll in front of everybody rather than just, you know, talking about it, which it's not a good representation without the doll. It's better. Hmm. And it just talks about what we are, what we do, like my little facts right here about drugs yeah the pamphlet uh, that i got with my sweatshirt is incredible i'm sure that took a lot of hard work as well what i sent it to you right yeah i got it yeah um realized i forgot to send you your card so your card is over here and it just pretty much says that i love you and you always support me and it's somewhere around here of course (laughs) always will i need to get that purple one because that thing's uh that sweatshirt's fire how did you start do how did you start doing that like you just you just came up with that idea i had a logo done and like i didn't love it and every day i would look at it and be like i don't like this i don't like this so i went and i was just like messing around one day and i just made this and i was like you know what i love it i love yeah her her handwriting is like that's how she would write her last name and stuff yeah i was like i'll just make it simple and do like foundation under it and like when lucas passed away like she told me like she, my sister didn't believe in God, but she always believed that, like, when I would say that he was my butterfly, she would literally believe it. And then I had this experience with Paisley where we saw this butterfly, and it was just swarming around us in the summer, and it was at Aunt Kathy's house. Then when we went to my mom's house, there yeah. was a baby butterfly the same color that flew into the house. So, like, I was thinking, I know it sounds crazy, but, you know, my sister passed away, and a lot of people don't know she was pregnant. So my sister was a couple weeks pregnant. So I was like, okay, maybe that was my sister and her baby. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw a butterfly into the Free Rally Foundation and just top it off with the eye. Yeah. And then I just like would look at my logo and I just fell in love with it. And then eventually I was like, people are going to want sweaters. And after I launched that, I sold easily 100 sweaters. Right? Yeah, I meant to ask you how many you sold. And I think we're about to sell. Uh, I think we're about to sell more. How, how can, how can... How can anyone pr- support and like donate? Like they visit your uh, Facebook page and you can get it there or what? So you can go on Instagram. There's a donate button. You can go on my website. There's a donate button. I definitely need to get better on my Instagram. I'm not good at posting with that because I'm I'm trying to build my own fitness business at the same time. So I keep getting distracted with posting on there and then posting on there. And I'm only one person. So it, it just gets really overwhelming. I know you get that because, you know, content is like a really big thing when you want to like you know, move up in all the areas that you're trying to do. But if they, if you want a sweater right now, everyone pretty much just contacts me. You can contact me on Facebook, Instagram, phone number, whatever, and we pre-order it. Right now I have some extras, so that's what I'm trying to do now. I, I keep trying to, like, you know, take the money out of my pocket to do more. So then I can just put it up on my um, website and be like, oh, you can buy it and then put the quantity. But right now I was like, you know what, these are selling way better doing it like this. My cousin makes them for me. She shipped them to my house and – I don't know. I love them. I, we've got some navy blues, which I like, but they're not like, I don't know, something about that purple. When I took it out of the bag, you know, yeah. I was like, wow, like this is sick. Yeah, like, I need that for that sure. that is the addiction color. And it's like, you know, I might as well just do black and white and then I'll do white with the purple too. And then, I don't know, down the road, I'll just expand. But I like to, you got to start somewhere. So I'm starting there. Yeah, then, for sure. You know, Everything's got to start somewhere. And, and that's yeah. what I think I can appreciate about what you're doing too, because it doesn't just happen overnight. And like I said, it takes a lot of hard work. And I've been podcasting for like a year. And, you know, it's like I said, for some, sometimes for me, it's like, damn, like, why am I even doing this? Like, who's even supporting me? Like, whatever. But I've learned that it's, I'm doing it for myself. And, and I, like I said, I get inspiration from seeing stories like you. So it becomes, uh, 
it becomes crazy for me when I'm able to connect these ways and I know, and I know you like personally, and I'm just trying to like expand the conversations more. You know, I met a I couple. Mean, you know, my family has been in my life since I was in freaking fourth grade. Oh so. yeah, I know. It's so incredible. Obviously it touches home with Brie. Like you've known my sister, you know who she is. Like you just know. And you and you've met Paisley, like yeah, but I also meet my dog. <laughs> I th yeah, for sure, it definitely makes it a little bit different. But I think like more like when I think about it, and I I don't know if this comes across as like I don't know, like if I saw anybody that I know, like I seen a couple people that I know from you know our area, which is a small area, everybody knows everybody, yep. trying to do something, you know, maybe outside the box, a little unique, you know their own business, a podcast, whatever, where they needed, like, a little bit of support. Like, damn, even if I'm not, like, checking it out or or 100% supporting it, like, I'm still going to do at least, like, the five seconds it takes to, like, follow it or, like, whatever. Like, it's, like, hard, man. You don't realize how hard it is when you're, like, trying to do one, something. One repost can, can get you a sweater purchase. One repost can get you a follower, like, Little things like that. Did you see what I posted on Instagram? It was a quote, and it was like, support your friends. Repost their stuff. Like their stuff. Like, just, just a quote that was like, if you just support people, like, it's all going to come back to you. It's all going to, like, you just need that little kick from others to just support you a little bit. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's just, like, for me, it's been hard because it's like, you, you can't force that support. That's what I've learned. Like, especially with what I'm doing, too, which is, like, Technically, it's very saturated now because of this damn, like, pandemic. Everyone's doing the streaming, podcasting, like, and to be fair, like, I started it before, but it doesn't come across that way. So, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like, I just love talking sports and I have a passion for it. So, I just end up, like, going into these, like, rants. I take tons of notes and it just becomes these things. Like, my friends have come on and, like thoroughly enjoyed it i'm trying to get more people to do it like if if rich came on which i'm gonna get him to by the way no, he'll come on. if he comes on like this is what happened like to a couple people they want to do it again and it just like becomes this whole thing and i've just been well, trying to grow it a little more um you know it's just cool to just have some of these stories and first girl on the pod baby yeah for Woo! sure nah like everything you're doing is incredible and i'm just glad we'll talk about it a little bit and uh like I said, I always support it, and and anyway, like when you get that hoops thing going, that's what I let's talk about this a little bit because before we get into any of the actual sports takes, I need to get your opinion on. Uh, I was pretty much referring to uh, how you're ba basically the best athlete I know in terms of at uh, literally. I mean, you're a better athlete than me, which is not it's not saying not saying much, but. Uh, you you said you're doing something now with uh like fitness too like yeah I see you working out all the time which by the way I've been to the gym like literally since college which by the way we went to the same college at one point <laughs> which is pretty sick like we used to we used to go to the same college oh and here's another here's another more wild story for you I don't know if you know this and then you can respond to uh my take on uh the sports but did you know that Paige works at my job now. Yeah, I do. Yeah. She told me. <laughs> I literally hate I literally hate it, dude. I literally hate it. Because, I mean, of course, she know. acts like everything's cool. And I got a take on this, by the way. I have a take on this, which is exactly what the New England Patriots did when Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. I'm never rooting against anybody. Like, I'm never rooting for anyone to fail or, like, whatever. 
but I am not going to congratulate my ex-girlfriend when she's at a fucking wedding. Like, nah, that's just not my style. Like, okay, I'm happy for you, but I'm not going to do that. That's my whole thing with these Patriots fans supporting Tom Brady. Like, I don't know. I got all these sports takes that I need to get into, but you are a great athlete. Tell me about what you're doing with the working out and the athlete portion of this. And I do want to get on the hoops court. You're going to do another uh, a hoops yeah. rally for your foundation? Yeah. I want to do that. I mean, I Obviously, the I, COVID has messed all that up. But I do you know. Pl- it's like I don't want to deal with it, and, it, and that's what's frustrating is this year I'm going to focus on virtual for right now. Bad as I want to do it, you know, I really, like, miss it. It was going to be outside at, at Sheldon because, of course, I love it. The only thing I hate about the Sheldon thing is, like, when you shoot, like, the sun on one area is really annoying. But it's, again, I could do social distancing. I would put every chair. I would make it COVID, you know. But I don't want people to be like, oh, COVID and not come and me not. Every bucket's for free, I raise minimum $5,000. And I don't want to go and do that. And then me be disappointed in myself because that's how I am. I just overthink everything I do. And I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be down on myself. So I'm just going to do a bunch of virtual events. Like how I told you I was doing those giveaways. My giveaways were amazing. Like they just like they helped me over the first bit of quarantine, just get some more money in the account. And then I was able to donate to this place in Connecticut, um, a camp, which was really cool. But yeah, I started my own um, like fitness thing called Trevichana. And I have my own website. I haven't launched it yet because I've just been working on it. I have a booty program. I have another program I'm working on. I have a meal plan. And pretty much I, over quarantine, was, well, I actually just got back from a modeling competition in L.A. Yeah, I knew all that. What what is good with, like, what what are you doing for actual work right now? Um, I am a trainer. I'm a personal trainer. That's pretty dope. Yeah, so I'm a personal trainer at a gym. And I love my gym. Oh, that's sick. And I work at a restaurant in the night. Oh, word. And I do the Burial Alley Foundation. Are you still living living in New York right now? Yeah, I live in Long Island. Yeah, that's what I thought. I live on Long Island. My bad for anyone to just listen to that. I I live on Long Island. Oh, that's... my bad. Yeah, all right. Got it. Yeah. It's weird, but I I actually like it compared to Connecticut. It's it's different. It's not ugly. I obviously hate the snow. I just got back from Myrtle like last weekend. Yeah, yeah. I was so mad to see you down there. Like, yo, I get so jealous. Yo, I link up with Raj on the pod who's out in LA and every time I see him, I get so fucking mad because he comes in the other day to shit on me for Brady and it's like 75 and he's going to the golf course and we just got two feet of snow. I'm like, bro. Speaking about RJ, like I'm going to give a shout out to RJ right now because he kind of like pushed me to like go continue what I'm doing. So like I was about to start nursing school in like literally September and I've been, I've wanted to be a nurse for a long time and like, you know, Brie died, Lucas died. I, I dropped out of school both times. I just like couldn't deal with it. I had to, t- I'm taking care of Paisley. It's just like, and then I just realized like fitness is like where I belong. Like I still play basketball twice a week. Man. Yeah. Like I'm always balling. I see you and hooping. I just feel like I'm a really good motivator when it comes to like pushing people. And then once I became a trainer, I was like, okay, I'm meant to be in this area. Yeah. And I love it. I love everybody I work with. I love walking in the gym, wearing whatever I want. Be like, yo, what's up? And you know, like I get clients, I do whatever I want. He was just like, you know, he pushed me to be like, dude, you don't, don't go and do something that you're going to be miserable doing. Like he's right. If I went to nursing school, I would have been stressed out, miserable. Like, and, and now I go to Hofstra and I'm going for exercise science. And I started last week, so it's been, like, ugh, all over the place. But I'm thinking about, like, going into, like, sports psychology. And it's all about, like, the brain and, like, motivating people to, like, get their ass up and get into the gym and get a better body and, like, just be healthy. And, like, over quarantine, 
I had just got back from my modeling competition and I was doing runaway modeling, which I loved. It was great. It was a great time, whatever. So, you know, I was 122 pounds and I'm 5'8", which is like not really the healthiest. I was eating like a meal a day. (laughs) And like I, I finally got home, whatever, and I went to an agency in New York City and it was a huge agency. So she was like, I want you. And I was like, all right. So she's measuring me. She had to measure me 15 measurements. I made every measurement to the T, like perfectly, except one measurement, which was my upper right thigh. I was off by a half a pound, okay? And it was fit production modeling where you, like, are standing there, and they're, like, putting the clothes on you, and they're pinning you. So you make $250 an hour to stand there to have them fucking put the clothes on you. Sorry. And then then it goes into production, and the clothes are made. So, like, you make shit ton of money. You're making, like, two grand in a day. So I'm, like, I'm hyped. You know, I'm so excited. Yeah. She tells me that I can't get signed because I'm um, a half a pound too heavy on my upper right thigh and I need to go home and lose weight, okay? So I'm 122 pounds. She wanted me to be 120 pounds. I'm not a, I'm, I was already starving myself. So then I'm like on the train home and like and you're, you're in New York, so you're in the city and like I'm just passing all these ads and like I don't know, since my sister died, I really just take in everything I see and I try to see like is someone talking to me? Is Luke because Lucas talks to me a lot and I know I sound crazy. Alright, you know, no, no, no. Let me tell No, you said something about this and I need to tell you something about this. I've been meaning to tell you this, but I I feel like I needed to at least I could see you face to face, so this is good enough for me. I, I, try, I don't believe in any of that shit. It's hard for me to believe in any of that shit. But that's real. That is real. You want to know why? You want to know why it's real? Because your mom did something to you or something. Not even that, but let me just tell you something. There's been so much people moving in and out on my street, bro. Like, I've been living here forever, right? But, like, it's, like, new generations of people now. Like, there's new people moving in with, like, little kids. And then it's just, like, me and, like, still one other person. That's it, you know? It's, like, new people are moving in. I got new neighbors. They're from... This, this person is from Texas. She moved in after my mom had passed away. I know for a fact she's never seen my mom. I don't have Facebook. She doesn't follow me on any of my social media accounts, right? Because I don't know her. She's just my neighbor that moved in. We ha- She's got a little kid and I kicked the ball with him and shit. We got a little close. <laughs> Bro, she randomly one day. I swear to God, this happened to me. I believe you. She could describe my mom. She said she's talked and seen my mom. And I and she's never before. I was I was so fucked. I, I don't even like. I'm like so messed up on that shit. Because I don't believe it. But apparently it's real. And I'm just so. Dude, it's just like a daily thing yeah. for me. Because quarantine and like not working. Because I'm a golf guy. And I work in or live in New England. So I get fucked in the winter times. Like, yeah. it's been tough, man. Like, at least I have Chew and a couple dudes come on the pod, but trying to fill my time has been hard. So it's been trying to talk sports and build some of these conversations. But, yeah, it's that's absolutely crazy to me because you, you seem to be into that realm as well, believing it more than me. But it, it happens to me. This For you, it's butterflies. For me, it's birds. It's been this whole thing for birds with me. I don't know if I don't know if this happens to everybody, but like, this happens to me at least every every time I drive to work or drive my car, bro. One bird, it's always one bird, it's always one bird, and it always flies either right into my windshield, like not hitting it, but like right into it and up, 
or right across it. Literally, just every single time I drive my car. And it's been like that ever since. And I, I, I just been like so stuck on that, but it's like, it's just like, I don't want to have to admit this shit, bro. Like people tell me like, oh, you need, I'm like, bro. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like I've learned, I've learned that's, you get that talking sports too. Like other, no one's going to agree with all your takes, man. Like I've been learning over time. Like I don't understand this. I've been seeing everything that's going on with this country through, through the quarantine and all this bullshit with 2020. And realistically, all it is is hate, man. That's what I was trying to tell you. Like, I don't understand why people can't just show a little more love. Like, just support what people are trying to do. Whether you agree with it or not, you don't have to be out there fucking then do all about it. But, like, you can at least, like, support what that person's doing. You just see everybody hating everything down. Like, yeah. every, especially with all the sports talk. And I, you could be making $5 million a year for it and people still shit on you all the time. So what do you think it's like for a guy just doing it for fun? Like, I don't know. I've just learned over time, bro, that realistically, if you start thinking about and caring about what people think and care and see, you're just not going to be right. You're not going to be in a good spot. So don't ever let, don't ever let that take you away from what you're doing because you're doing incredible stuff, man, for real. I think like for me with that, I, you know, with my sister, I didn't really believe in God. And after she died, I was like, how can I believe in someone like that? And, and like, after you take my boyfriend from me, you take my sister from me and it's like, what kind of person would believe in that? And then eventually, like, I would have these signs, dude, from Lucas that are just like, that. it's like, I would say something and then something would happen. And then, like, I see 319 every time I'm having a bad day. Oh, yeah, I follow you. Yeah, I follow you on all your stuff. Dude, I'm like, 319, 319. You know what's what's even weirder? You know what's even weirder, and I think it's actually crazier for me, too, and the fact we're able to link up on now my podcast that I created. It's pretty wild. This shit comes full circle. Bro, I used to chill with you and Lucas. Like, not only did I know your family, but like, Lucas was one of my, Lucas was one of my friends, bro. Lucas was one of my friends, and it's uh, it's not as, it's obviously not as tough for me as uh, you, but yeah, it's been five years ago, five years ago, in almost a couple days, like no, five years ago, like a couple months ago, you literally looked at me in my apartment, dude. Yeah. Make sure that this is what you want to do because he was leaving and I was freaking out and he was messed up. And oh, I, I remember this. I remember this. Your dad was there. Oh, yeah. It's literally wild. It's crazy how fast time goes by, but it's literally wild, too, when you put this stuff into perspective. Like, I mean, it's about to be five years for him in a month. And I, every time I think, I, I thought about it last night and I just like don't have words because it's coming out on my sister's three years. And every time I think about five years, I think about you and how you looked at me and said, dude. Make sure this is what you want to do. And, and leaving was a really big mistake for me because it just was. Like, I would, I'd be done with my, I, I don't, you know what? I always say that and I'm like, no, what I did was right. Going home and supporting him was right. Everything I did was right. Like, I, if I stayed, like, it's, maybe he would have died earlier. I don't know. I just, like, I try not to think of stuff like that because I feel well, like. Well, this is the worst thing. part. This is the worst part about going through tragedies like this and multiple, of, multiple of them. Because here's the thing, if it, this is what I try and tell my friends all the time, man. It's just people don't understand. Like, not only all this stuff with my friends, bro, this shit that happened to me with my mom is three years, two days from now. And it's stuff that I try not to think about, but when you're alone and don't have much of a support system, you don't have much of a choice, man. You just try and stay mentally sane. But then on top of all that, it's my grandpa, my grandma a month ago, my neighbor two months before that. Like, 
that's just I just learned now that that's gonna happen and people are just gonna yeah like people are just gonna deal with it in different ways I've noticed that as well and it that's like where it's just tough because I don't know like it's even it's affected me for sure man like even at my job like I it's tough for me like I work in customer service bro I have to act like everything's good all the time when nothing's good all the time like that's fucking hard to do and I do that literally eight nine months out of the year then I get fucking put on unemployment and can't get do much with the, obviously the COVID and shit, but like, you're just pretty much on lockdown. I don't have a girlfriend or nothing. I got my dog. She's still around. Remember Callie? She's still there. Look, she's over there in the corner. Hi, Callie, girl. She's freezing, bro. Hi, girl. Yep. I still got my dog. Um, but yeah, so like. I agree with the bird thing because I see cardinals and like, I would always see a cardinal, but now the Cardinals coming too. Like, I won't see a Cardinal unless it's two of them. And and there's a difference. So I don't know if you know, but, like, there's a difference from a male Cardinal and a woman Cardinal. Yep, yep. Male Cardinal is all red. Yep. So uh, I've been seeing a male and a woman all the time. And, I, I mean, I haven't had, like, serious connections with my sister yet. I have in my dreams. I have had the craziest dreams of my life with my sister. Yeah. And, and they're actually really scary to the point where she's trying to tell me something. And, I, and I'm, like, actually investigating it, and it's all about who gave her the drug, and I know who did it, but it's, like, she's telling me, and I just, I was never kind of like that, and now I'm, like, dude, I have to just think, like, they are looking over me, and that's all I can really think about, and, I mean, you have to try and stay positive. What else are we going to do? Like, you know, they're gone. It is, and every anniversary just gets worse. It's, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, time, yeah, time doesn't help me at all. I think, uh... People think time heals. Time doesn't heal anything. No. Nah. Like, yeah. That's what people say. And I'm like, I just look at them like, that's so not true. You know, like, that's not true at all. It's, you know what it is for me that I tell people that really try and help me, but it's tough. Uh, it's just cliche stuff because they just haven't gone through it. So it's, it's all like these cliche sayings that are, that are great. Like, I appreciate them, yeah. but like, you don't fucking get it. Like, yeah, I wish I could do that. I wish this wasn't happening. I don't wish any of this upon anybody I know. Feeling this type of way, like going through this, I don't wish this upon my worst enemy, man. This is this is so hard. Um, that's why I guess like the connection is cool with you, where like I can at least relate in that regard. Um, like some of my other friends, I can too in a way, but it's just not the same, so it's just hard. And they they try to support me, but it's just been tough. So I don't know. Oh yeah. Like, and that's what me and Kaylee talked about last night. Like she, she actually became friends with this girl who literally has gone through everything to the T that I have. And like Kaylee's my best friend. Like she can say, she even her words. She's like I am there for you for life, but I don't, I don't fully get it. You know, like she doesn't like she is. Yeah, yeah. Who came with me to see my sister dead, and like you know, she still saw my sister's dead body, and it's still like kind of hard for you know, it's different. Like she could, she couldn't imagine. Like it's just. It's hard to explain it, but, like, no matter what, our friends are always going to be saying, you know, like, be there for us and say whatever. And it's just sometimes I wish I could just – this girl actually messaged me from the gym the other day, and her brother overdosed. And she, like, was just reaching out to me saying, like, she's never, ever had someone where she could literally talk to about, like, her sibling dying. And I've never had that. Yep. Like, I've never – I was like, dude, I have never had that either. Yeah, you need – 
Yeah, that you need. That's why you you keep working on your foundation. You're gonna get more of that. You keep get it. You're gonna get those people that need people need this support and help, man. Like, what? Like, me starting out my podcast. I don't mind doing this shit solo. Like, it's cool. But then it's it's like this thing where I get into this like alter ego thing, and I feel like I'm talking to myself, which is fine. Which is fine. It keeps my mind off of this other shit. But when I'm with somebody or like I'm doing it with somebody. It's, uh, it's so much different. And I get yeah. this, like, I get this vibe going and it gets me kind of out of like where I was at, which is horrible. So like, I noticed that you, you're getting that from some of the things you're doing. And I, and I just needed to always be able to shout those out. Like I've shouted you out before, but just being able to talk yeah. about it. Um, yeah, it's not even that, but like, just, I don't have too many people. Like I've been trying if I could have a list of people that I would want to come on my podcast, bro, it could be, it'd be heavy, bro. It's so hard. It's, you you need to make a list. It's hard though. What you do is you write shit down, which is what you should do. Write every fucking thing on your mind down. I have papers. Oh, oh. That are just like, you should see my papers. Like, this is my shit. You don't need to tell me to do that. I'm saying, I'm telling you, like, if I could make a list of people, you would have been on it, by the way, so I'm going to check you off it, but people that I could have... Or want to come on my podcast. That list could be fucking mad long. Like, I, of course. I want all all some of my friends or strangers or, like, cool famous people that I know that maybe would. Like, yeah. Like, but it, it's if they want. I don't know. It's just, like, it's hard. Like, I've, I've, I hate having to reach out to people and be like, hey, man. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm doing. You see what I'm doing. Like. It's not. That's the part of the job, though. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like. That's, it, it's just like me posting my sweaters and my videos like hey who wants one like you know it, it all comes with marketing you have to market yourself like just like your page you put po- you post you post a lot you post a lot i don't like you know you, you're doing good we just i feel like for your page when i look at your page it's not a bad thing either this isn't a bad thing it's definitely overwhelming because when i look at your page it's like all these blocks of of like <laughs> i don't know bro I, and i'm just looking at it like i don't even know what to click on now. i don't know how- and like I don't know how to clean up Instagram like I, you showed I, me. I could do that with you, though. So that's what I mean. Like, you need to reach. Don't be afraid to reach out to people and be like, yo, can you help me? Like, I reach out to Brie Pitlick. Like, she, her, you know, she's one of the main people that helps me on my foundation. She helps me do anything. If I'm here, she'll go around town and help me get donations. Like, you have to find people that you trust that you know that you can do that with. And for me, like I said, this is my baby. It's hard for me to even trust a single soul. Yeah, but, like, that's the thing. You're, it's... We got to clean up your page because I promise you, once we do, just wait until you see the, these followers are going to start coming in. You post enough. That's the thing where like, followers, bro. bro, do you know, this is the whole thing with like cleaning up videos that we're doing right now. You need to record them and put it as a real, a real. So like pretty much you're posting like, Hey, come join my podcast. People want to see you. Like they, I didn't know. See, see me going on your page. I didn't know you did this. Remember how I was like, Oh, I'm going on the podcast. I thought I was just recording. Yo. You have to post this shit. This is cool. Like, this is dope. Yeah, but I don't know how to do this. That's part of the problem. Because you don't have an iPhone, probably. You're an ancient dinosaur ass over there. <laughs> 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 Here's the thing. Fuck, <laughs> fuck iPhone, number one. That shit's, that shit's sketch. Uh, all right, here. Before you go, and I know you probably have a million other things you need to do today, so I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. Uh, if you need to get anything else out, certainly do, but I do want to get into some of these takes in the sports that I've had, and I want to get your reaction on this for sure. 
Um, I need your thoughts on Tom Brady. I know you're a Giants fan, and I know Tom Brady just won his seventh ring. Uh, you know, Raj is on me. He's a Giants fan. I've been seeing a lot yeah. of stuff where it's like, oh, yeah, make, and Raj has told me this before. Oh, well, it makes it more impressive for the Giants that, you know, he's won all this. Here's my thing on Tom Brady, man. And I, I'm not trying to shit on this man. I'm really not. But the only reason we call this man the GOAT is because of all these accolades he has. Which, by the way, he only has them because of two blunders by two separate teams. Defense, rushing, some say coaching, and it got thrown back into my face after he went to a new team for the first year and won a Super Bowl, which it's just fucking crazy. You go and put all his stats and all this shit up, it's unreal. But my whole thing with this man, he did it also while having a couple cheating scandals, all this other shit that's gone on with the Patriots. And realistically, when I think of Tom Brady, if you go look him up in the dictionary with all the things swirling around right now, bro, he's the definition of a poor sport. Like, if he had lost that Super Bowl and all that shit going on with Tyron Matthew, you think he would be out apologizing? He won't even shake people's hands when he loses. It's actually pathetic. So, as much as everybody wants to call this man the GOAT, in my opinion, okay, he probably shoved it in my face. He's the greatest football player of all time. Maybe. But, there is no way you're going to tell me this man is greater all time than Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Tiger Woods, Serena Williams, Michael Phelps. Hell, I could probably go down a little bit more of a list there. Wayne Gretzky, fucking NASCAR, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Like, nah. Like, he is not better than those people. He plays in a much wider spanned sport and all these other characteristics that come into it for me. Give me your thoughts on Tom Brady, Shana Mae Rally. I need to know. (laughs) Are you a Brady fan or a Brady hater? You can answer that real quick. this house is so loud with any kind of sports on, especially hockey. So he he is a Washington Redskins fan, which RJ thinks is hilarious. But the like, football team, posted, nice. I saw RJ posted Brady and Gronk like their laughing video, which I think is funny. I thought that was funny. I don't really care. Like I'm not a Brady hater. I definitely don't like like you said. Okay, the goat, but like. How you say that, like, I feel like there's a GOAT in every sport. Like, you can't really just say, like, he's the GOAT of everybody. Like, every sport is different. Yeah. Like, you're saying, like, Michael Jordan. Like, people always say, oh, are you LeBron or Michael Jordan? Like, I'm Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan made who who Kobe is and made who they are. Like, he, he like, raised them. Like, my picture that I got that's not here because my dad didn't send it yet is literally him in the middle with them. And it's like... Not saying that Kobe and MJ aren't, but it's like, you know. Yeah, you need to, you need to, you need to come back on the pod when you get that poster so I can get that uh, on the pod. But I did actually have an interest. Yeah, go ahead. When he went to the team, I just, I knew he was going to win the Super Bowl. I was like, dude, he's going to win the Super Bowl. Rich bets. I'm like, dude, you better bet on him. Like, come on, he's going to win. And then like, I was watching for a little bit and I was like, I'm not even going to watch this anymore because I already knew he was going to win. And I don't know. Like, I just, I definitely don't hate Tom Brady. I've never really, obviously, like, being a Giants fan, I always, like, hated the Patriots. I'm like, oh, fuck the Patriots. I only like the Giants because I'm just a girl, and I grew up, and my dad liked the Giants. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I grew up, my dad was a Giants fan, a Yankees fan, and I somehow was a Red Sox fan. But I don't really, like, I'm not, like, I think the older I got, I became more of, like, an individual, like, player rather than, like, teams, you know? Like, obviously, I was a huge Celtics fan, and now I'm like, I fucking love KD. He's the love of my life. Like, literally, I love him. So, Yo, Katie's balling right now. Katie's balling right now, but the Nets are fucked because 
Here's the thing. The Nets were better off before they got James Harden. That's my take on that. Take that to the bank. Kevin, I love Kevin Durant, but James Harden is going to screw them over. Here's the thing. I needed to ask you on LeBron and MJ because this is very interesting for me because you're basically the same age as me, right? Like, so we didn't get to see as much MJ. Uh, I didn't get to see as much MJ as obviously I would have liked. And, but then we obviously got to see the last dance. We obviously know what MJ did, but I will say, and I think it's more interesting now than ever. I do think LeBron James is closer than anyone has ever been to that conversation of go in the NBA. Do you kind of agree that he's getting closer or what's going on here? LeBron. She thinks he's a cocky motherfucker and she hates him. So, Rich will be like, I love LeBron. He loves LeBron. And Kelly will be like, yeah, fuck him! <laughs> I'm like, like, fuck that cocky guy. And I'm like, dude, you don't even know him. Like, she just will be into basketball to make me feel good. Like, she would watch the Celtics with me and not even know what even is going on. But, like, I agree. Like, definitely 100%. Like, 100%. I, I I don't really care for LeBron because I feel like everybody loves LeBron. I like to like people who are, like, different, like KD, and, and I love, yeah, everyone likes Steph Curry too, but I've just, I've all, like, literally the only pair of shoes I have are KD. I don't know why I like the way they fit. I'm never going to buy a pair of LeBron. Kevin like, Seven. I don't care about LeBron, like, because at the end of the day, like, he is the best. He is the best. You're a big Kevin Seven lady. All right, here, I need to know this. Is Kevin Seven going to win a championship with the Nets, do you think, then? All right, so my only issue is that the fact that they got James Harden and lost a lot of depth, like depth. If they, if they literally went KD, Kyrie, and all the team they had, I thought they were gonna win a ship, chip for sure. The James Harden trade was tough for me, and ever since the James Harden trade went down, here's the thing: they've been the worst defensive team all time, and yeah, they've kind of been the best offensive team all time, but only when all them are making shots and all them are playing. KD, the only thing stopping KD right now is COVID, which is wild. He should. He would be in the MVP conversation if he hadn't missed so many games because of this COVID restriction bullshit. Which, by the way, the last one was stupid as hell. He played 19 minutes and got pulled from the game. I, I don't understand what the NBA is doing with the protocols. But, you're right. Kevin Durant is definitely... If he had been playing all these games, which he probably would have rested a few, he's coming off a torn Achilles. Hadn't played in like 300-some days. Bro, he's... He's putting up numbers that are MVP worthy right there with LeBron James, by the way, 18 years in the in the league. It is crazy to watch these guys. And uh, now it is interesting, though. I didn't know you were a big uh, KD and a Nets fan. I do want to see the Nets win a championship, but I don't want to see James Harden win a championship. And to be completely honest, I do think they won't because of James Harden. And it's, I don't know, it might be a wild take, but I think that's, I don't know, he's been more of a playmaker recently and, and not shooting as much, so... It's been helping, but you haven't been winning games. They lost last night for a three-game losing streak to the fucking Pistons. Worst record in the game. And you got people shitting on LeBron because they had to go to overtime in that game. It's like, this is my old shit with the with the Nets. Like, they can't even beat bad teams. They're, like, literally sub-500 against sub-500 teams. But they could beat the good teams. Like, ah, uh, we'll see. Well, like you said, though, like, if, you know, their defense isn't good, like, you can only go so far with offense. Like, you need to... You need defense to win. Like, offense wins games, defense wins championships. And that's always been my motto, and it's true. Because even, like, missing a foul shot has – that, when we were in game, like, we were about to go to a freaking national game, dude. I had the highest score points that game. And we lost because of, like, literally the 
stupidest little things like that. Yeah, I needed to ask you this too, by the way. I needed to know this. Were you a thousand point scorer in high school? I think you were, right? That's a good one. No, dude. My coach hated me. He suspended me every fucking year. If you ever listen to this, I don't give a shit about you. He would suspend me. Okay, I wasn't even captain, okay? Kaylee was captain over me. Oh, okay. That's how hated I was. And you were still, and you were still a college basketball player. Dude, I, every time we talk about it, that's crazy. I'm so upset because <laughs> I, it was cool in high school, but when I went to college, my coach respected me. I was yeah. right off the bat. I played. I have the most scored points in Dean College, forty-two points in a game. So, and and like I don't, I don't high school. I just every time I think about it, I cringe because I was the only one to get an award. For all shoreline, but I was an MVP of my team or captain. So someone explain that to me. So that, that right there is politics, and you just don't like me. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right. Listen to this now. So we talked on the college real quick. A couple more sports takes before I let you go. There's been so much turmoil with college, and then obviously with the COVID, I think it's caused a lot of problems as well. But I think I th- I'm pretty sure you were in my class uh, with with Polly Mac, in which I did we did speech and debate. I'm pretty sure you were in that. To be honest, when I started thinking about it, maybe not. In high school, speech and debate, you might have been in that class with with Mac. Yeah, Polly Mac. I think so. You sat in front of me. I don't know about I don't know about that. But all I know is that I did a speech and debate. I'm not sure if it was against you or not. I know Aiden Grealish was in that class, so I'm pretty sure. You, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good people in that class. Here's the thing. I did a speech and debate on the fact that college athletes should be paid. And I hadn't started a podcast until four or five years after that. And there had a lot of shit that happened. But there's nothing that's going to change my stance on that. I cannot believe the NCAA hasn't done something about that yet. With EA Sports college football video games coming back, I can only imagine how much money they're going to make off that. Here's my thing. With how much money college football and college basketball Okay, I get it. Not all the sports make money. Here's the thing. All the sports could be paid out with how much money college sports is made. That's the take. That's all anyone needs to know. Why are we skipping around anything here? College athletes should be paid. It's the fucking 21st century or wherever the fuck we're in. I don't even know. They should be paid. All of them. What do you think about that? Uh, so Okay, so you're saying all of them. So you're saying like D3, like... Like, ass players. Yep, yep. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're not obviously going to get paid the same amount, yeah, okay, okay. but they should how still... Much, how much are you talking here? They should still get paid, though, in my opinion. Juco, do you think Juco players should be paid, too? Who? Like, Juco Bro, I think, I think college girl golfers should be paid. Bro, it's... You're a college athlete. Here's the thing. I was in class with college athletes. I went to, I went to college where you did. Coastal Carolina University. Shout out. We are 14... <laughs> 14th nationally college football, man. We were balling. You know you know what those kids didn't do the entire uh, fall season? Go to class. Here's the thing. They say that you get a scholarship. That's their payment. None of them go to class. They're all taking tutors. None of them are in class. I saw one athlete on the first day of class and on the final. And I'm like, yo, how'd the season go, bro? Like, you don't get to see these fucking guys. There was one. It's like. I don't understand it. That's their whole thing. Oh, we fuck. We give them free school. Well, bro, they're not even at school. They're fucking. They're playing. So 
They're if they're contributing and making money for you, which they are, by the way, even in a yeah. small place like Coastal, they're making money. A lot of fan base goes to that those games. You can pay those players. They make enough money to be able to pay all those college athletes that attend that school. Come on, man. That's a fucking I, load of shit. I personally, being a college athlete, I, I'm not going to lie. I agree because I did get a little bit of a scholarship to go to Dean and, like, I mean... It, it wasn't like a full scholarship, but I got pretty much scholarship for basketball and softball. I'm like, if you think about it, like you're pretty, like you just said, you're playing all the time. So like I wake up at seven, I play two D2 sports. I would go to basketball practice right after, and then we would lift right after lifting. I would have to go right upstairs to batting practice. You're just doing that. So I don't have a job. Yeah. I have to ask my dad for money. Exactly. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Dude, Exactly. Bro, and, and then, hold on, and let me let me expand this a little more. That is the exact situation that most college athletes find themselves in, hitting up their parents for money, or they get money in McDonald's bags like Tennessee, and there's recruiting violations. Bro, just pay the fucking players. You can go see multiple circumstances that come up in college of illegal, oh, they fucking did something with, they weren't supposed to be with paying a player. Zion, all these fucking guys. Though all of them get paid under the table, their parents are slipping them money because they got none. People don't fucking get it, man. No. I, I, we would go on trips for, we would go like, when we were at Dean, we would have big tournaments in New York. So that's where like our championship game was. So we would always go. So when we would stop for food, we would get off the bus and our coach would give us like $10. $10 to go get like fucking McDonald's or like something stupid, which... As a college athlete, you shouldn't be going to McDonald's and eating that. Like, everyone should be on, like, you know, whatever. Because we would be on a strict, like, you have to wake up. You have to go to the cafe. You have to do this. But, like, Juco's different than a real D2, D3. Like, I'm, I'm friends with a girl who goes to D3, and they're so strict about what they eat, when they go, and et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of D3s are, like, actually dope schools. So I agree because I would struggle, and I'd be like, dude, I – if I had fucking time to work, I would. And then literally I'd be at Dean and the one day I could work, I would do work study. And that would go towards my my like money that I owed to the school. I wouldn't even go to me, dude. And I would be like, I'm struggling. I just want to go to 7-Eleven and cop a bag of fucking chips without calling my dad. And be like, yo, I'm like 17. Because I, I was young when I went. I was yeah. 17. I wasn't 18 yet. I wasn't 18 until my second semester. So like. I can't go get a job. My coach would be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you can't be doing that. Like, you got to go. I got to go from class to fucking basketball, and then I got to go right to the calf. And I'm tired at that point. I have no time to work. Yeah. So I agree. Like, I agree even for Juco. It's the same thing. doesn't matter if you're Juco or whatever. Like, you're still playing a sport. And most people play two sports in a college, too, if you can, like a Juco. Like, I played two because I was like, fuck it. I love softball, and I don't love it as much. And but I still wanted to play for two years, and even though I didn't go play basketball for two years because I'm an idiot, it's just like I could have definitely needed some money <laughs> along the way. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for capping off my take on that regard. Uh, we probably disagree a little bit on Brady, but at least we agree in that regard. LeBron MJ, a little bit of the agreement there. Let's see if we agree in this regard. Uh, you mentioned New York. Obviously, you're a Giants fan. Love your hat there. Is the Giants... I was on the record saying they were going to win the division this past year. They potentially could have, in my opinion, if Daniel didn't get hurt and then was forced back, rushed back, in my opinion, as well. A lot of things that go into that. I do think the culture has been changed. I love the head coach. 
and obviously losing Saquon Barkley week two did not help. Getting him back, getting Jones hopefully healthy all year, and with a team that we kind of have constructed with the defense, do you see the Giants actually being good? Is Daniel Jones the guy? Is he hopefully going to be gone in a year? Uh, you got any thought on your franchise here? I just need to know. <laughs> okay, so, like, honestly, I, over the past couple of years, have felt like the Giants have sucked so bad. And, like, I really just stopped watching them because I was like, I don't, I, you know, I got Rich over here yelling in my ear about how bad the Giants are. <laughs> oh, the Redskins beat them, which the Redskins suck too, my I add. And OBJ, <laughs> OBJ was, like, one of the reasons I watched him. But, like, he's got a bad attitude, so I eventually, like, didn't really like him anymore because, but he's also really good. He was on a team that really sucked, so I kind of got to give him that. Like, I would be pretty pissed off too if I'm on a team that fucking sucks and I'm really good. That's honestly why I didn't go to a couple basketball places that me and my dad checked out because I would try out for these teams and I would be the best one and I'd be like I need some competition like I can't like it's, it's not a sport when you don't have competition so I don't know I still love the Giants and I just talk shit to Rich every time and I'm like I'll watch it if the Giants are playing the Redskins I'll watch like I don't you know like and if the Giants were magically gonna go oh yeah I'm just start screaming that I love the fucking Giants because I'm just, you know, Giants. Like, you have to always be Giants. All right, so I... You're better than a shirt. I'm looking forward to hopefully getting Rich on here to ask him himself, but I need to kind of ask you beforehand. You, does he realize that they're not called the Redskins and they're called the Washington football team? Yeah, I called that. He yelled at me yesterday. He's like, it's a Washington team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Dude, wait till you get him on the podcast. You guys are going to be talking like... All right. He loves sports. He loves hockey. He loves the Islanders. I'm going to try. I texted him. He said he was around on the weekend, so hopefully we can link up. Here's here's the last last thing I have for you before you go, and then I'm going to send you off on your way, and thank you so much for coming by. This was mad fun. Uh, I've seen, obviously, then we saw everything that happened in 2020. I think the modern athlete. I think sports, athletes, I think people with platforms in general, like yourself, like you got your page, your foundation, all the stuff you're doing. I think they're contributing to a second civil right movement. We saw what happened with Colin Kaepernick getting blackballed from the NFL. That's one of the reasons why I started a podcast as well. And I've talked about that going all the way back to the first one I did with my little mini mic. Like this man just had a view and opinion that many people weren't even really taking for the right uh, respect and then just bashing on him. And in reality, he was right all along. He was right all along. This goes back way longer than Colin Kaepernick, by the way. This is like 400 years. You're talking 1619. You're talking Shannon Sharp takes. It's incredible. But I do think right now with all that happened this past year in sports and what these athletes are doing with their voice, with their platforms, what you're doing to raise awareness for you know, obviously the tragedies that have happened with situations with drugs, it's, in my opinion, people like you, people like sports that are going to help people going forward and hopefully stop some of those things from happening. Obviously, police brutality, social injustice, equality for all people, women, black, white, stopping tragedies from happening. I do think right now, this past year, it's more than ever. Do you think that's that's a real take or not? I think that this year was the craziest year. Like, you know, everybody has a right to an opinion. And I also, I just think that, like, some things just don't need to be posted, like, on social media. Like, if you got a thought 
and like just sometimes keep it to yourself because it, it everyone's get you're gonna post something on Facebook right now and people are just gonna go oh yeah you know, with Andrew Andrew's a police officer in New Hampshire he's my best friend and you know there was a little like Facebook argument the other day and I'm in a group chat with him Dan and Kaylee and I'll stick up for them till the day that I die you know like I don't give a shit but you know with 2020 going on it's like you say one thing and and you're racist how's you're he doing that. yeah no no I completely uh, agree. I'm, I'm I want to know how he's doing, honestly. So he, he's, he's, he wants to quit his job because the fucking kid's a police officer. And, he, and just because he's a police officer, he's racist or he's this or he's that or he's a, oh, he's a Trumper. Oh, no. Like, you know, everybody, like, I'm not a big political person. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't want to even say anything about politics because, you know, people will listen and they'll think, oh, she's racist. 99% of my friends are black, so you can't tell me I'm fucking racist. So <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit from you. No, I, c- no, I completely life. agree. I couldn't agree with you more. It's it's more of this thing where, like, it, everyone can say and have an opinion about anything at any time. It doesn't mean that that person is racist or that person is disagreeing with obvious like shit that isn't supposed to be happening. Like, like I don't understand why they're. Well, he, no, he's a police officer, and because he's a police officer, I knew that. He, everybody hates him because he's a police officer. So why? I don't want to. I don't want to say the names of who it was that posted on Facebook. I can tell you after, but it's yeah. Like, don't do that. You know, something something was posted, and it was it was about Biden. And you know, you know, I, Andrew's not afraid to say he's a fucking Trumper. He's a police officer. Oh, defund the police. Whatever. He literally, this kid wakes up. He's the hardest working person. He goes to fucking work. He comes home. He chills with his his wife. Whatever. He's a normal person, just like we are. He's not out there saying like, woo, like he's not doing shit like that. He's not someone to go on Facebook and start shit either. He's not like that. So someone said something. He commented and said, just try to remember what a peaceful protest looked like for the liberals. And you know, he's just pretty much saying like he's not saying what happened at the Capitol is okay, which everyone started commenting and saying that it was. He's not saying that. He's just saying like. You can't be saying that, like, those riots that you got, like, everybody was doing. Is no, I saw that. It's the same shit. It's, okay, it's a capital. Like, you know, that was fucked up. I, I don't think it was okay either. I'm just saying, like, you, people are burning shit on fire. They're, like, like crazy shit was going on. So here. And, and, and that wasn't fucking Trumpers. Yeah, no, that, no. Yeah, no, well, this. My whole thing with this is like fucking out of control. Um, just an interesting side note on him. Next time you talk to him, too, tell him I said hello. Uh, I haven't talked to him and I haven't talked to him in so long. I'd love to catch up with him if I could. He would come on the podcast, dude. Uh, I'd love to have him. Tell him, tell him I said hello because there's an interesting story on him. When me, we go way back. I actually saved his fucking life, believe it or not. Ask him about, ask him about that story next time you you talk to him. I will. I love him. I absolutely love the kid. I haven't talked to him in a while, but I'd love to get into that with him because I do think there's this fine line with uh, everything that's going on. And it's like, it's like somebody like me, like, bro, like we live in a town where there's not a lot of black people. Right. But then I went, I had black roommates. I fucking, I lo- I'm not racist, but I live in like a racist place. Right. Like, cause that's what it is. But it's like, bro, I'm not racist. I'm like, I support all the same shit that, in my opinion, is common sense for all people to support if you feel like, oh, all people should have equal rights, equal opportunities. Like, it's a mindset. It is a mindset. The people that are out here fucking up and doing all this crazy shit, their mindset is not right. And I feel... They're the problem. 
I feel bad for uh, yeah, no, hundred percent, and I feel so bad. You're making my best friend want to quit his job. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You want to know why I don't have Facebook? Because of a fight that I got in with some random dude from town about a Patriots game. And my mom was still around and she's like, dude, what is up with this face? Cause she had a Facebook and I'm like, yo, I'm getting off this shit. I don't want my mom fuck. Um, but like, it's fucking ridiculous. Go read the comments on a Twitter post. Some dude has a sports take and they'll be fucking threatening his family and shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, it's a sports take, bro. I'm like, chill the fuck out, dude. You can disagree with it and not fucking want to kill his family. It's just, it is crazy. Um, Yep. 2021 is being taken from you, right? Fucking now. Yep. 2021 is being taken from you, whether you want to fucking say I'm a whatever, whatever. I went to Dean College. I was the only white girl on my fucking team. So I don't want to, you know, all my bridesmaids are light skin or black, except Kaylee. So it's like, I, that when people say that, I just like, and it's like that in every situation, obviously. But when it's gotten to this point, I just don't understand, man. Like, it doesn't matter in my opinion. Like, just the way I've been raised, it's like, bro, everyone is going to have their own thing. They're going to look the same. They're going to do their thing. You should just support it and that's it or not. And you don't have to no, be I fucking mean about it. Don't. Yeah, don't be, don't be mean about it. Like, you don't have to fucking do crazy shit. It's absolutely crazy. Definitely tell him I said hello, and hopefully, if you do tell him, tell him to reach out to me. I don't even have his, I don't have his number either, so I'd love to hear from him. Well, because of that, he's like, I'm deleting my Facebook. I'm like, can you just, like, calm down? It's like, it's annoying. That's what I did, though. I deleted my Facebook because it's, it is fucking stupid. Because, like, I'd be, I'd be like, yo, I'm like, what? I just had, like, a take on a sports event, and you're trying to fucking tell, like, it's just, it is too much. You get it to a point. People, like, disrespecting, like, the, the soldiers and stuff, for me... Dan went and, and fought in the army. He had the roughest three years of his life. So when, after that Facebook thing was posted, I posted fucking Andrew. And then I posted fucking Dan because those yeah. are my best friends. And I don't have to say anything other than those pictures. Because yeah. it's like, I'm never going to burn my American flag. I'm never going to disrespect the two people who are getting shot at. or And like the things that, like, and ugh, the things that Dan has seen and been through in the army, that's like spitting in my best friend's face. Like, yeah. I'm not... You know, like, they're, they're the two strongest people I know. And, like, Andrew literally every day is like, I'm, he hates his job now because of this. Yeah. He's worked so fucking hard. So yeah, annoying. Like, yeah, he, he owns a house. He's a, He wants to propose. Like, he's just like, it's not, it's fucked up. And my cousin's a police officer, too. And, like, I honestly, like, I really don't like the cops. I hate cops. Every time I get pulled over, I'm like, this motherfucker, dude. I hate them all. Like, treat me like shit. But, like, you know, they're still human beings underneath their uniform. My best friend is a great person. It doesn't matter. He's a police officer. And I just, like, that's the shit that I cannot stand. And that's why I didn't get involved in this. He was a little upset with me that I didn't say, you know, what the fuck. But it's just kind of like, yo, what's even the point? What is what is me going on there and being the bitch that I am going to do on that Facebook comment? Oh, I'm going to get defriended by, like, 20 people. I don't give a shit. You know, all you got to do, all you got to do is hit him up and tell him you were fucking plugging the shit out of him on the pod today. And we'll get, we'll get people plugging this. Don't worry, man. <laughs> we'll get the, the pod. plug it. 
No, tell him I said hello. Hey, sincerely though, from the bottom of my heart, it was good to see your face. It was good to chat and talk a little bit about your foundation and a little bit about sports. Uh, yep, for real. Uh, much love for catching up. Hopefully we could do it again and, and tell Rich and Valaro and all, all those dudes that I know that I said hello. You should get Dylan. You should get Dylan on here too. I he oh he's always he's caught on my hair. Sports guy, he's not a big sports guy, but I feel like you guys can talk about some good stuff. Yeah, he's always caught on my hair. We're always chatting. I see him. I see him like once or twice a month. He always asks me about you. But like he's been through a lot of you know a lot of stuff. So oh yeah, he's a man. Why do you? I told him I was like, bro, I'm never getting another haircut from anyone else in my life as long as you're in like a fucking hour vicinity of driving, basically. Oh no, he's the best. Yeah, he's good. I love he's the best. him. All right. Yeah, me too. All right. Love you. Take care. Love you. Peace. How do I get out of this? I'll just let you hang out. Mm, you should be able to just exit, I think. Okay. Bye, I love you. Alright, peace. Make sure you go plug it out today. I'm gonna go plug it out. Well, I'm gonna I'm about to reach out to some people. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, here we go. Alright, love you, bye. Alright, peace. Hey. I got a bunch of reads to get through, and I don't even have a instrumental op ready to go, but I will be right back on the Seggy Station to do that. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Seggy Station is brought to you by Callie's Love, and the best friend is his dog. Shout out to Ruskin, not to many, but a life-saving companion to me. To me, nothing promotes true home happiness in a household, but I love companion of a pet. Especially at a time like this, get yourself a lovable pet friend like mine and the local animal shelter, pound, or nursery. Save their life, and they just might save yours. Now it's time for your Sports Center update. Giants offensive coordinator Jason Garrett is expected to return for next season, according to Jordan Renan. Talked about Pedro Gomez last pod, passed away at the age of 58. Sad Rose. Sad news to see there as Knicks traded for Derrick Rose. He made his debut last night in a loss, 14 points, 3 assists. We'll see if Derrick Rose can make the Knicks a playoff squad. <clears throat> Russell Wilson, Walter Payton, man of the year. He's also in now the quarterback carousel rumors after talking about being frustrated of not getting enough protection. We'll see what happens with Russell Wilson. Dak Prescott, also a lot of interesting news surrounding him, potentially receiving the franchise tag, and also in a Dakless hype video that I'll get into a little bit before I get out of here. You got the Pro Hope Pro Football Hall of Fame 2021 class, which post had in the post the other day, Peyton Manning, Calvin Johnson, Charles Woodson, Drew Pearson, John Lynch, Bill Nunn, Tom Flores, and Alan Feneca highlight the class. Carson Wentz is expected to be traded, just a matter of where and when. Brooks Kepka back in the winner's circle, taking the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Marty Schottenheimer, age of 77. He passed away. The legendary coach, 21 seasons, is eighth all-time in wins. Juju and Will Fuller, the fourth, are at the top of the players the Jets are targeting this offseason. Update men's bracketology as the tournament is hopefully a month and a week or so away. March 18th is when the tournament's slated to begin. Zags, Baylor, number one overall, potentially 
Stanford, UConn, Oregon, VCU slated as the last four in. Shout out Dukes. See if the UConn Huskies can get there. UConn women's team is being carried by Paige Beckers. She had 31 points, half the team's points, all the team's points in fourth quarter, and nine points in overtime in an upset on number one South Carolina this week. She is also only player in UConn history to score 30 points in three straight games. She is a freshman. She has played 12 games. Unbelievable what Paige Beckers is doing right now. UConn, women's, Gino Omariyama, factory out there. Saw him this past year, too, at the golf course. Uh, shout out, Gino. Duke is under 500 for the first time since 99 after their loss to Notre Dame. Talked about seven top 25. Seven of the top 25 falling to unranked this past week. Kentucky not looking good. And then UNC off that win against Duke had their game postponed celebrating the victory against Duke. Not wearing masks. Howard University cancels the rest of their season due to COVID concerns. Ends the season for the freshman star Maker, which I need to figure out if that's any relation to Thon Maker. Russell Wilson says he's not sure if he's available. I'm going to talk about a little bit of Russell, a little bit of Dak, as also there has been reports one year later coming out that the pilot Zobayan, who was the driver of Kobe Bryant, helicopter crash, tragically, now over a year ago, uh, was being sued from negligence and wrongful death uh, by, obviously, Vanessa Bryant. And they were to come in to find that he was in violation of federal standards. Um, there's talks of, obviously, Kobe and the people involved forcing the pilot to fly, but there's also reports of no evidence supporting that. So not really ideal news to see in that regard. Tuning back in. Nick Seglin here, Seggy Station Podcast. Appreciate all the love and support for the podcast, as always. Appreciate Shayna coming on, first lady ever on the podcast. Much love the conversation we had today. I will certainly not forget. That was fire. Can't wait to post it. Can't wait to plug it. Can't wait to hopefully do it again and get hopefully a few more people now coming through because that's what it's all about for me. Uh, they had, let me get through a couple quick things here solo with this bell that i'll start which is we talked about the hall of fame class a little bit that was in my read the 2021 hall of fame class basically highlighted by calvin johnson who is now only the third player under the age of 35 elected to the hall of fame joining gail sayers and jim brown peyton manning who has been selected with his five regular season mvps which is a record and Charles Woodson, who is the only player, I believe, with, what is it, 20 sacks and 50 interceptions or vice versa. Uh, Charles Woodson, those three highlighting it with the rest of those individuals I mentioned in the read. A fantastic class. Shout out to the NFL for also honoring the 2020 class as well. It'll be an August 5th through 9th ceremony because obviously the 2020 class wasn't able to be recognized as normal with COVID being still a crazy thing during that time. So the 2020 and 2021 class, the class that I mentioned, will be both mentioned in between August 5th and 9th. 
just a great class, obviously highlighted by Peyton Manning. Like I mentioned, Calvin Johnson, I don't think we're ever going to see anybody like Calvin Johnson again, where you got two dudes out there defending him at the start of the play. Obviously, Peyton Manning, one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time in a lot of people's books. It's everyone's preference and opinion. Let's just get that into effect. Drew Pearson, who was crying with the live reaction and missing out on the Hall of Famer. He was the only member of the 1970s All-Decade team not in, finally got in. Good to see that. And obviously, legendary coach in Tom Flores and a couple of the contributors that were mentioned as well. Uh, the 2022 class players eligible for the first time include Demarcus Ware, Devin Hester, Stephen Smith Sr., Robert Mathis, Andre Johnson, Vince Wilfork, Anquan Bolden. Wow, that is a loaded list. People asking who deserves to get in on a first ballot on that. That is a loaded class. That'll be interesting to see. All those guys will be Hall of Famers, in my opinion. Uh... Then the NFL did its honors, its annual regular season honors, which I had up in my post from last pod as well, but didn't get to get into. Um, and Rodgers wins his third MVP. There are only two players in history who have won three MVP awards and one championship, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Very interesting conversation in that regard. Obviously, with Rodgers not really performing that well, obviously in NFL, see championship games but also the playoffs is seven and eight in his last 15 Rodgers also reportedly got engaged so shout out to him with always being this kind of like single weird quirky guy in green bay with some also surrounding rumors with him and his offseason well i assume he'll get locked up and be there for good uh also um, you got Derrick Henry with the Offensive Player of the Year, Aaron Donald, Defensive Player of the Year. Basically no argument there. Justin Herbert, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Chase Young, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Basically no argument there, minus Justin Jefferson. Alex Smith, Comeback Player of the Year, which there is absolutely no argument there. They should go and name the award after him um, with everything that he went through to get back Obviously onto the field, 17 surgeries, talk of amputation, life-threatening infection, missed a full season. He went 5-1, and one, recorded when he played in those eight games this year. Just to get back on the field was an incredible story. Kevin Stefanski, Coach of the Year, absolutely no problem with that. Obviously ending the longest active drought in the playoffs in the NFL with the Cleveland Browns this year and won a playoff game even though he was in his basement doing so. Going to get credit for that as well. So shout out to Kevin Stefanski, well-deserved for Coach of the Year. And basically all those awards, well-deserved. The only one that has basically an argument is TJ Watt going up against Aaron Donald, who wins his third since 2017, joining J.J. Watt and one other as the only three-time defensive player of the years. Uh J.J. Watt's brother, T.J. Watt, does have a great case, though. You go look at the numbers, but Aaron Donald is an interior lineman compared to J or T.J. Watt. I'm sorry, outside lineman, um, but does rain or does bring up an interesting conversation there with snubs. Hey, Manning getting into the Hall of Fame and talk about that a little bit. The only two QBs to start in the Super Bowl, two different teams. Well, that was Peyton Manning by himself before Tom Brady, who did it this past Sunday. 
Obviously, the accolades continue to rack up for this man. It is honestly incredible. Uh, let's see. Covered the awards. Covered the Hall of Fame guys. Something I needed to get into for sure. And now I need to get into this Dak Prescott thing because this is this is crazy to me. The Cowboys post a Dakless hype video on social media for the upcoming season. And I just don't understand how this isn't a bigger deal when obviously it's going to be a big deal because it's America's team, but this is certainly a big deal. The amount of time that goes into this, the fact that he's left out of this is definitely alarming with obviously potentially the franchise tag being placed on him and him being in a Kirk Cousins situation, not having the rights to the team the following season after being franchised too many times, not able to get a contract done. I mind you, the Cowboys probably should have got a contract done back a season ago in which Jerry decided not to do so, $35, $36 million. Now he doesn't want to do $40 million. I just asked Cowboys fans, is Dak Prescott better than Jimmy Garoppolo? He got a $137 million. Is Carson Wentz better than Dak Prescott? He got $128 million. Is Kirk Cousins better than Dak Prescott? He's gotten over $100 million guaranteed. Dak Prescott deserves his money. He's holding out for his money. Obviously, after suffering yet another bet on yourself season in which you got injured. But let's just be real here. The Cowboys aren't going anywhere without Dak Prescott. Him liking the Washington football team's Instagram posts and unliking it is concerning if you're a Cowboys fan. Him going to another team is concerning if you're a Cowboys fan because Andy Dalton is not the truth. So unless you're trading for Deshaun Watson, in which all teams are trying to trade for Deshaun Watson, let's just put that out there. Whoever lands him is going to be obviously ecstatic. The QB carousel is heating up a bit with the latest on Dak, but why in the world would you not have them in this video? Offensive coordinator, head coach, all these other guys, no Dak Prescott. Certainly alarming if you're a Cowboys fan with what has gone on with him and Jerry Jones. Russell Wilson joining the QB carousel is not a thing like there's no way that russ isn't going to be on the seahawks next year his contract is way too difficult and everyone's going to be like well you could trade contracts and i think i'm more getting on the side of chewy's thing here where it's like bro now everyone's got something to say and like all these star guys got something to say because what they're upset with what they don't have and all this stuff um i mean it's just crazy to me like the grass isn't always greener the Seahawks are the Seahawks because of bad drafting in the first round and not surrounding Russell Wilson with enough offensive protection. He's talked about being frustrated on protection. He's talked about wanting a little bit more say in what's going on. If you're a Seattle Seahawks fan, if you're the Seahawks organization, do that. Don't you want this guy around? Don't you want this guy to be happy? He's your whole organization. And he's been sacked nearly 400 times since he's been drafted in the league. 394 times. Tom Brady in 21 years has been sacked 500 times. Put that into perspective. When this man's trying to play the lengthy type of career like Tom Brady, like Peyton Manning, like these guys that play 18 plus years, those guys that do that get protected better than Russell Wilson has. He has a serious gripe in that regard. Pete Carroll, known as a defensive guy, slightly frustrating. I think Pete Carroll is a great coach, but I think you need to listen a little bit more to Russell Wilson and his input 
before you're potentially losing Russell Wilson, and then where you're going to go. Who's your backup? Geno Smith, I think. Uh, Get a little further. I got no idea. Uh, It's going to be a tough scene if the Russell Wilson is not in uh, Seattle Seahawks uniform. I don't predict that not to be the case. Very interesting to see what happens with the Washington football team, though, because they definitely need a quarterback. And realistically, when you go look at the rest of the division right now, besides the Giants, the Washington football team is the only one that's shown that they're kind of on the right trajectory. If they can get a quarterback in there, that would be interesting to see if they're able to compete. Keep going with Alex Smith. Great story. I don't think he'll be able to win the division. Bring in a guy like Cam Newton. A lot of Ron Rivera talks. I saw what he did with New England. I would be ecstatic if the Washington football team decided to do that because I just don't think Cam Newton is the guy that's going to win you many football games and that's going to potentially, obviously, make you a contender in this league. So we'll see what happens with, obviously, the quarterback carousel, which is cranking up. Carson Wentz expected to get traded. Drew Brees changing his numbers in his contract after talks of him retiring. What's that going to mean for the Saints? What are the Saints going to do? What's going on with Wentz? What's going on with Dak? What's going on with Rodgers? What's going on with Russell Wilson? What's going on with Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson is the craziest one for me because you got the Texans out here basically saying that this man is not able to be traded. Not up for trade. No deal. No no calls. We're not accepting him. You got Deshaun Watson out here saying, bro, there ain't no way in hell I'm playing for this team. No way in hell. So, what's going to be the dilemma here? Are they going to end up being forced into this James Harden style where they have to trade him because he's not showing up? Because he's obviously providing a distraction to not only the franchise, but the actual team getting started going forward. Be interesting to see. Because uh, Deshaun Watson said... He's going to take it to that point. Reports say that it's going to take it to the point. His camp says that if he does that, he's going to be forgiving a lot of money. But Deshaun Watson is also already on the record saying it's not about the money. And you got to respect that. So you got guys like Carson Wentz. You got guys like Tom Brady out here moving teams. And obviously it came out on top. So. Sean Watson looks around, sees that no cap space, no number one overall picks, no real playmakers, no real structure from the top all the way down. And he's put all he can into it when you're still leading the league in receiving and putting up the type of numbers he is in this league just three years in, I believe. Maybe a little bit more. You did sign the extension, so there is that gripe, but... Got to give also the man credit for wanting as much money as you possibly can get because I think that also is what we're all trying to do. Like, let's just be real here. Like, we're all trying to make as much money as we possibly can. That's, like, the main goal for all of us to try and do to be able to support not only ourselves but our family, our pets, our everything. Like, you need money. You can't just not have it. So, obviously, you can't give him... Any gripe for that. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. But uh, I assume that they will eventually trade him. It's just going to be a matter of where. Similar situation with Carson Wentz. Still waiting to hear that. Then keep potentially go to the Bears. And that would be hilarious because I don't think that's going to work out. And we'll see. Uh, that's basically all I had for 
solo takes. Glad I got to link up with an old friend and have some conversations today. Definitely a new friend as well. We've been staying in touch as much as we can. Much love to Shana for coming on the podcast. Much love everyone showing the podcast. Hopefully get a little bit more exposure from not only my usuals. Hopefully get Chew back in here. Got some MLB notes that I got to get into him with after seeing the MLB doing something with their baseball. Obviously had a little bit of stuff going on with the rich getting richer with Trevor Bauer heading to the Dodgers. And yeah, baseball is tough for me, man. I try to support it more because I know Chewy loves it, but it's just so tough with me. This baseball story with the actual ball itself is going to get me fired up when Chew eventually comes back, hopefully soon. Rich got a lot to get to into the NBA with him with after what I saw from the Nets last night. Losing to the Detroit Pistons, three-game losing streak, no KD, and I get that. But James Harden arguing with his teammates already about defense. Defense not looking great, giving up that many points to a loss to the Pistons, and I get it. Like I mentioned, no KD. KD is that team, in my opinion. Shayna, big KD fan. Uh, We'll see if the Nets can win a championship with KD. But in my opinion, James Harden is not going to help that situation not help that reality and you're seeing it play out right in front of your very eyes not only with the eye test you just watch the game but go check the stats on it in terms of the nets be very interesting to see in that regard can't question lebron james at the age of 36 18 years he's averaging now 34 and a half minutes per game that's more than Stars such as Ben Simmons, Jalen Brown, Zion Williamson, Trey Young, De'Aaron Fox, Donovan Mitchell, Bam Adebayo. De'Aaron Fox is balling out right now, by the way, for the Kings. Need to give him a shout-out. Trey Young, Ben Ballin, Zion is doing some incredible stuff that we haven't seen in this league since Shaquille O'Neal. And Donovan Mitchell is on what I think is the best team right now in the NBA. The Utah Jazz, first team, 220 wins. Obviously, with the NFL offseason being some of the storylines, it's really, for me, cranking up with the NBA. Trying to get a little bit more updates on what's going on with the NHL. Hopefully linking up with you on some baseball. And obviously following any of the headlines, world of sports news stories that I see. Like this one, Malik Beasley was sentenced to 120 days in Hennepin County Workhouse with work release and home confinement option. To be served at the end of the season, he is a guard for the Timberwolves, Minnesota Timberwolves. He's actually having an incredible season in terms of his standards, putting up some really good numbers, and he apparently gets to pick when he serves his sentence. Interesting. can imagine if all people are allowed to do that. Don't even know why he's got a sentence to be served. Going to have to do a little more research, but I couldn't disagree with that more. That's all I had for the airwaves today. Appreciate all listening as always. And as always, I still have no shame what I just Just a man with a nickname. Till next time. Peace and love. Stay safe out there. You listen to Seggy Station.